Hey guys, it's Eli. I uh, was just wanting to put an editor's note at the top of this episode. Um, I want to say I'm sorry that it came out a week late. We had some crazy technical difficulties like after I, I had edited the entire episode. So I had the whole thing edited and then like we had uh, recording corruptions. I didn't have internet for a couple days. Like we just everything that went wrong, everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. And uh, so I was just letting you guys know why, you know, it's uh, been a week, but the plan is to still upload our next episode next Friday. So, you know, it's still on on track. All right. Thank you, guys, and enjoy the episode. Previously on Roll for Initiative. After a long and emotional day of fighting and farewells, our adventurers prepared to take flight in a journey to Briaiden in an attempt to beat the Black Staff Traveling Circus there. With ropes tied and spells prepared, Aurian and Zimner took turns polymorphing into giant eagles to transport the rest of the party quickly. After taking the final pit stop to switch flyers as they flew ever closer to the oncoming rain shower, Zimner polymorphed for the final leg of the journey. However, shortly after takeoff, a disturbance in the trees caught our adventurers off guard as a large winged reptile burst through the canopy. Now we find the five defending themselves in the skies against a hunting pair of wyverns to start this week's episode of Roll for Initiative. What's your what's your initiative here? Sixteen. Uh, Zimner. Five. Five. Uh, yeah, you're rolling as an eagle, aren't you? Mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. Which is annoying. Uh, Timber. Uh, eighteen on the die. Eighteen on the die. No mods. Well, I meant fifteen on the die, but my. It's a plus three, ah. yeah. My Dirty. brain, your just, your brain made it fun. My brain decided to combine the two before coming out of my mouth. Mm. Ah, yes, I see. Balasar, for the audience who cannot see what's happening, uh, rolled a seven, uh, placing him just above Zimner, um, which means our giant eagle, who is the means of movement for everyone, is going last. Um, Sorry about that. Yeah, first up in turn order is the golden wyvern that was initially the distraction um, for for Zimner, for Zeagle, as he's currently labeled. Um, our golden wyvern is what goes first, um, and it is going to make a move, flap its wings, get out of that brush, and go literally just make its way straight up to uh to where Zimner's at. Um the the fun thing about non-Euclidean DD is because this thing has uh a movement speed high enough to get up to the height that Zimner is at, uh that all that it needs to do is either move up high enough or um horizontally high enough because the diagonal is the same as whatever the longest is. Um, so this thing is going to get to Zimner and uh when it gets to you, Zimner, um, it is going to start off 
by attempting to bite at your neck. It's going to go straight for a kill shot. That is not... Um, a 12 to hit your AC. That just misses. Just what barely? Yeah. So, Zimner, this, this wyvern flies up out of the trees, and because this is the one that you had focused on, you anticipated its movements. Uh, so as it bites, you kind of jerk your head to the side, and it whips. Um, and as as that happens, it notices that there are other things here, aside from just the eagle. Namely, a couple of things that are on the back, or largely it just sees the one thing, because the other one is small enough that it just looks like a package. Um, so while it is within this, this very close combat range, this wyvern is then going to... Um, Lash out with its claws at you, Arian. Okay. And that is a natural 20 to hit. Um, sure, I'll allow it. Cool, cool. Arian, you are going to take, um, 19 points of slashing damage. Okay, I'm going to use my reaction for stone's endurance. Rolling 12, so that gets reduced down to 7. Okay. That's, ten, that's ten definitely helpful for you. Yes. It doubled? It was 19? What? Oh, I forgot that it doubled. Thanks for pointing that out, Zimmer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Well, I'm still blocking 12 of it, but... Yeah, you're blocking yeah. 12 of uh, what sorry. would be 38. 38, so you're taking 26. 26 total... I was just be, done because I, I about rolled like, max on the dice, too. 26. Yeah. Uh, might be. I was just like, no, bro, that's low apologizing. I'm just trying to do math. I'm just, uh... Oh. How am I... I play Warhammer. How am I fucking this up? <laughs> oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Okay, you got it? Mm -hmm. um, and now I'm going to need you to make um, an athletics check to see if you've got the grip strength in your legs to stay on Zimner after this kind of flyby slash. Okay, I think that is a 10. Yep. Um, <clears throat> that's not very high there, bud. That's not very high at all. Uh, um, before you tell me the result. Okay. I'll make it a 15. Made a 15? Yeah. Um, Burn luck points. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Arian, you you get caught kind of in the, the shoulder pretty hard by this slash. Um, you turn to stone in time to, to deflect a good chunk of it, but it still cuts deep. And with this speed at which this hunting wyvern came up and at you, um, it nearly knocks you off of Zimner, but you're able to grip on just enough despite not having a saddle. You just squeeze those knees together around his neck oh, sorry, to, to keep yourself on. Um, Timber, uh, are you... Where are you positioned? Are you seated on uh on the, the shoulders, yes. back or on the shoulders? Okay. Yes, um, yes. Yeah, I think you're probably gonna have to make a check too, bud. I, I assumed. I assumed. Yeah. Uh do you want me to roll in roll twenty or do you want me to Uh you can roll just personal dice. You don't have to roll in roll twenty. You're so kind. Uh, I prefer hearing the clickety-clackety in real life. So I do love the clickety-clackety. Uh, what skill check am I rolling for exactly? Or is it just a um, flat roll? 
Let's see. I feel like with you, it's probably also... I think with you, because of Aryan having to make a, that athletics check just to stay on, I think I'm going to have you make uh, a strength saving throw. That's what we'll go with. Is you'll make a strength saving throw. I probably should have had Aryan do a saving throw to, to start with, because that's typically what you do instead of checks. But my brain was thinking checks because of travel. Oh, yeah. That's okay. Um, We're going to hit you with an 11. Mm. You got a rope, mm. baby. Mm. So, um, for your information, Arian... I rolled a 12. <laughs> <laughs> you rolled a 12 minus yes. 1 to 11. I see. Yes. I see. Yes. Well, uh, that means that your tie uh, with the, the Wyvern's uh, push check uh, that came with this attack um, means that his increased strength modifier is going to win out there. So, mm. Arian, you grip on tight, but not before you get knocked to the side. And when you kind of right yourself, you feel that Timber is no longer on your shoulder mm -hmm. and is now trailing off behind. Um, um, this was something I said before, but I did. I wanted. To, I made it clear that it's like the ropes tied around me, so that it's like if, like, it, I'd have to let it out in increments. For the, right, yeah, okay. I didn't want it to be like he's yeah. immediately forty. No, he's not going to be. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I was okay, not okay, planning okay. on doing that. All right, just um, don't check so. It. I'm gonna I'm gonna move uh, our friend Timber the Teddy back 15 feet from Ziegle. Okay. Um, that is gonna be Timber's starting position here uh, because there's probably about that much slack so that you've got decent wiggle room while you're on the eagle. Um, so that's probably the initial amount of slack that was let loose. So he's dangling back there now, doing some sky skiing in the rain. Um, that being said, the the wyvern did use all of its movement to get up here, so it is now done. Timber, the Teddy, and Aryan, um, you guys uh, rolled next to each other in initiative order, so team fighting is an option here per the 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 new rules that were added a couple of sessions ago. Um, if you can think of a way to use that together right now, okay. Well, I'm all I, ears. I need that. We need JJ. You and I need to talk about something before yeah. we continue about yep. how this works because. It, I don't quite know yet. If I cast telekinesis on one of these two dudes. and it, On on one of the wyverns? Yeah, and it goes off. The way this, like, rules as written, it makes it seem like if I grab them with the telekinetic grip, they're going to plummet. Because I grab them, and it's, it's weird, because it's like, if I hold something aloft, like, willingly, then it doesn't fall. Because it's like I have to like move it upward for it to be whatever. I don't know. But because they're restrained, their speed becomes zero. And that means they plummet unless they have a hover. But I don't know how you want to work that. Right. So before I cast the spell, I'd rather let me figure yeah. it out. <laughs> let me read let me read through this real quick and we'll see. We'll see how I uh how I think this ought to be ruled. Right. So here's 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 how I'm going to re rule that after after looking at stuff. So with telekinesis, you in order to even get it in your grip, like you cast the spell, and then before to even get it in your grip when it's a creature, you have to make the check. Like that's yes. how that goes yeah, first. Yeah, I knew that. Then once you've made that check, you've grabbed it. 
Um, which means you've restrained it. Its fly speed is zero, but you're also holding it there. Yeah, that's, like, what that's I was you thinking. grabbing it. If you were to let go, then its speed is no longer zero because you're no longer restraining it. So I think that you hold it where it is at, and okay. then you are able to exert your will by moving it how you want. Okay. But if you if you willingly let go of that grip, it reverts back to its old movement characteristics. Okay. Yeah, because I was so like, like it'll still be yeah. sitting there flapping its wings because it's trying to get out of the grip or whatever. So it's not like even if you let go, it'll plummet. It's no, like it's yeah, still yeah, flapping yeah, its yeah, wings yeah. being there. Yeah. yeah, I just mean like like the way it's worded, it makes it seem like yeah. if I succeed the save, it plummets. No, yep, yeah, I totally, I totally yeah, understand yeah. that. I think rules is written. That might be the way that right, it is, yeah, but like, I don't know if that's really rules intended. And uh, in my brain, uh, that doesn't. It makes if more I'm logical sense for you to be holding it in place. Okay. Um, fuck. So that thing um, fucked me up. Do you have a plan? I, I guess I should not be I talking was, in I, character because it's I mean, not really. We a... can talk. I mean, we could talk. You, you guys, me. like I said, it's it's team fighting. Mm. Technically, Timber is up next, but mm. uh, because there's nothing in between you guys in turn order, you guys can try and like come up with a plan here and see if there's something that you want to try to do together. Um, if not, then Timber will go first, and then Aryan will go. My goal is to whack it. Do you have anything to move me? Absolutely, I do. Uh, can you move me to the thing? I'll, I'll tell you, if if we can't find a way for you to get me there... Oh, uh, my, no, I got it, I got it, I think. My turn is going to be me getting myself there uh, via spells. No, nope, uh, I got it. No, nope, I got it. Don't worry, bro. Uh, are you how sure? About, how about I go first and then you go? Big trust. That's fine. That's Big fine. Trust. I'll trust you. I trust you. I All trust right. you. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to cast. Uh, you're going to see um, the my gauntlet like come alight and I'm going to launch. I'm going to like throw this like kind of airy effect back at uh, Timber. And I'm going to cast Swift Flight on you. So until the end of your next turn, you have a fly speed of 30 feet. Oh, that's fun. That's ah. very fun. Yes. But you've got to, like, <laughs> after your turn, the fly speed goes away. So That's okay. I just need to get there. And you are also currently tethered to within <laughs> 15 feet of the eagle. So that that will also determine where you're flying around a little bit, but I, I think you can get where you're wanting to go uh, with that tether. Have you identified my tactic? You seem <laughs> you seem like you may have. I may have I may have figured it figured out, out, but my goal. Uh, yeah, I might I might have figured out your end goal. <laughs> uh, if you don't mind, uh, Timber is going to butt in as soon as you cast that. He's going to Don't fly forget. straight at it uh, onto its back. Okay. And then attempt to hit it. I don't know. I don't think there's any checks for mounting something, but you're also in flight. So we'll see how this goes. We'll Would see. he be in flanking um, with everybody else? Flanking. He's on its back. To, to, tactically, yeah, because you're, you're on its back. <laughs> sure, yes, yeah, I get yes, a plus sir. two to the roll. Oh, that's what I like to hear. Oh. Boost that chance to hit you're 10%. Welcome. We're going to go with Frigid Blade. 
for the cantrip with um, my axe. Yes. I'm going to do lightning lure, like, while you, like, whip around to, like, keep it in place, quote-unquote, but this just does straight damage. Oh, I love it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that works out well. Because that'll be my action. I think that would nullify any chance of timber whiffing on landing on this thing, too. In total, uh, I got a 21 to hit. Okay. Um... I'm going to resolve Aryan's lightning lure Ooh, first, that's since fine. that's just straight damage. Yeah. Uh, Aryan, what's your... adding up my stuff. Uh, I did 19 points of lightning damage. Okay. I rolled pretty high on that 3d8. Yeah, it feels good. Okay, and then uh, Timber, you said 20-something uh, to hit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a hit. I am checking the number of dice right now. Because uh, it has it's, it's a lot. It's, it's been a while, and it is a lot of dice. Um, yeah, so it's ninety eight plus nine initially, and then another sixty eight if it moves willingly on its turn. Okay, Jesus. Hey, <clears throat> that's disgusting. I'm gonna roll this one in uh, roll. 20 because I didn't bring all of my dice with me, just one set. That's a rookie mistake. Yeah, so you're going to save us some time from... There you go. Uh, and then if it moves willingly on its turn, uh, I will do the additional frigid. By the way, all of that is cold damage except for the last d8 is uh, force damage. Gotcha. Because resistances uh... might matter here. So... We see Aryan create this little gust of wind backwards uh, to our friendly teddy bear that's trailing behind the eagle. And then as he turns around and uses his gauntlet to lash out a whip and hold this wyvern in place, we watch as Timber flies past Aryan as this lightning whip wraps around the neck of this wyvern. And Timber brings his axe up and down as he does we watch the the rain droplets surrounding him and his axe freeze as he buries this axe in the back of this wyvern um this wyvern is mutilated that hurt so bad This is what it's like being a support character, huh? Yeah, I mean, I expect out. You know what's Welcome fun? Welcome to the club, Eli. Uh, I realized while we were sitting here uh, going through the beginning of combat, I was like, you know what would be really cool? If I get access to, like, sorcerer meta magic and, like, quicken some of my cantrips and cast, like, two cantrips in a turn. Uh, so there's, you know, the feat from Tasha's to get a quickened spell, oh. and I can change an action to a bonus action. I can theoretically attack with two cantrips in a turn because they're both cantrips not leveled spells that could be something yeah. that could be something you learn from Aryan because i know it, it definitely could be and i think it would be a lot of fun and flavor to have uh Aryan teach timber uh meta magic at some point when we get close to leveling 
Uh, but it's it's something I uh, thought of and I wanted to voice because I thought it'd be really cool. Because mm-hmm. theoretically, I can damn double that in a turn. Okay, so uh, is that all from from you boys? I, I assume I so. Still have I, a bonus action. Do you I don't have movement. Yep, I'm I'm After. done. I'm good. Um, I would like to um. So I'd like to use a bonus action for moment to think. Uh, I have to roll my prestidigitation for this since it's technically not my cantrip, and okay. I have a natural one to that. Um, so never mind. Your bloodlust is all-consuming, and you are incapable of thinking anything right now other than how fun it is to bury this axe in things. Uh, Also, um, you all notice uh, as Timber is on this thing's back, just slamming this axe down, he's looking like he's chopping wood almost with a pure, like, it's just so casual the way he's doing it. But you can see that as like the blood spatters up and on his teddy bear fur, there's like, you you know, like his facial expressions, they, they don't exist, right? They don't change. He's a teddy bear. But you almost see like the stitch line of his mouth, like grow a bigger smile slowly as the stitch line physically oh, gets no, bigger no, no, as it goes no, no. up his face. Oh, and like the so black good. buttons for his eyes slowly so get bigger and bigger as he just gets more and more excited to kill this oh, thing. Oh my god. That's terrifying. And and you might hear just a little bit of giggling. I really set you up for that, huh? Oh, you did, baby. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um so that's that's the uh the end of y'all's uh, go at things. So we are now down to the blue wyvern, um, which has already made its ascent. Uh, it got to do that as part of a, a pseudo surprise round because of its explosion out of the foliage. So it's on the same plane as the rest of you, um, which obviously means it'll have some spare movement to spare. Um, uh, and it is going to do what hunting wyverns do. Um, and it's going to target this large, tasty looking, what should normally be an easy purple meal. Um, it will fly itself over to our eagle friend. Um, and it's going to, uh, again, lash out at you with a, a bite like we saw last time, Mr. Zimmer. Wonderful. This could get interesting. A 15. That hits. Um, that is 8 piercing damage. Okay. Yeah, it bites down hard on uh, on your wing. We'll say on, on one of your, your side wings. Um, and then, um, now that it's kind of got a good grip on you, it is going check? to... Oh, that's yep. true. Yep. Got to make a concentration check here. Uh, this is just a 10. Yep, as an eagle. Using the constitution of an eagle. Yep. Oh, dirty 20. Oh, dirty 20. Dirty 20 takes it. So, uh, yeah, you pass that. But then it, now that it's got a decent grip, brings its tail up and around and tries to jab in at your chest with this tail, Zimner. Oh, shit. And that is a 
22 to hit. Yeah, that hits. You are going to take um, 11 points of piercing damage as its stinger stabs into you, and then I need you to make a constitution saving throw. As an eagle. Okay. All right, that's a 7 as an eagle. 11 points of piercing damage, you said? Yeah. Okay. All right, we're not doing amazing. Well, uh, your constitution saving throw didn't help you out there, buddy. No, sir. Oh, shit. This is going to get real fun real quick. Zimner, you're going to take 21 points of poison damage as it injects venom into you in an attempt to end this eagle's life. Oh, my. Um, Okay, 21 minus 7 is 14. Yeah, so Zimner's Zimner again. I pop out of eagle form. Our lovely eagle is is no longer an eagle. Nope. Arian is on my back. Yep. Yep, momentarily here. Okay, let's see here. That's cute. Um, <laughs> and Balasar is underneath you. Uh, no longer held by anything. We're like a little pyramid, just straight up and down. Yep. And Timber's tied Timber to Arian. Timber is tied to Arian, yep. <laughs> um, and then the... Uh, the wyvern, which is a little bit stunned uh, at the fact that its uh, quarry suddenly disappeared and its stinger is now in the body of something else, um, is going to use the remainder of its movement um, to move away and reassess the situation. Do we start falling? Uh, do we fall at the start of our turn? Um, let's see here. Right now? Um, it will be at the start of your turn. Start of your turns when we're going to rule that. Old Bally Boy is going to use his reaction for an opportunity attack real quick here with his hammer, because he definitely had that out while flying. Um, okay. Um, so Balistar cracks out at this thing with his with his war hammer, um, and you watch a little bit of golden light flow from his hand and through the hammer and into it. Uh, he does a, a little chunk of damage to it. And he did, in fact, use a Divine Smite there. Oh, nice. He decided that if he's going to be falling out of the sky, he's going to try to go down swinging. I was, I was, so I was going to, I was checking to see if I can uh, swap the attack for a grapple. But that's only on the attack action that that you swap the grapple for an attack. So my plan was to attack of opportunity, try and grapple the thing. But that doesn't work. I'll try and punch it, though, for, like, one damage plus my strength. Okay, yeah, if that's what you want to use your Natural your 20, right baby! Ahead. Natural 20? Natural 20! So how much damage do you do punching this thing? Uh, six. Six? After doubling? Yeah, it's one Let's plus go. two. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that... Felt like a glancing blow, Arian. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> reach out. You reach out and punch that stinger as it's coming out of Zimner's chest. And then I flip it off. And then you plummet. <laughs> uh, can I feather fall all of us? Uh, as your, that's a reaction, right? Yes, uh-huh. it is. Uh, yeah. How many targets can you hit with feather fall? Up to, up to like five. That's awesome. Yeah, you're yep. welcome to use the reaction for feather fall. Yes, we're falling at 60 feet per second. Or 60 feet per round. So 10 feet per 60 second. feet per round. Instead of yeah, yeah. 500 it's, instantly. Yep. Feels yep. Good. Instead of the 500 instantly. Feels good. Mm-hmm. 
That's that's significantly better for all of you. Some might and how say. Long does, how, how long does the feather fall last? It lasts for a minute. Um, okay. As long as you maintain your concentration on it? Uh, nope. It's not concentration. Oh. It is just... Oh, just, that's great. So we got, we'll find a good... we got 600 feet of falling before we... Before we eat shit. And we're gonna we're gonna pull timber up pretty quick. Or we're gonna pull timber down pretty quick. Timber's not falling. Well, uh, timber will timber timber will decrease at the same rate as the rest of you because he's still wrapped around Arian's waist. Yeah, true. True. So uh, as Arian, well, actually, uh, probably what'll happen is Timber will have to make a check to stay on, and if he manages to stay on, Arian dangles. <laughs> but that's. That's that's yeah, uh, that's yeah. Arian's we'll, turn. Yeah, we'll that wait happens. for that to happen. <laughs> we'll wait for that one to occur. We'll wait for that one to occur. Okay, uh, Balasar and Zimner are both up at the same time here um, for team fighting purposes. Balasar ain't got nothing here. Um, well, okay, actually, I let me do, go double though. check. He's got the cloak I... of the bat. We'll see if that gives him anything. <sighs> we're in. We're not in dim light, are we? I don't technically think so. Sky no, because it's. You're in the sky, yeah, but it's also sky. it's also raining. So like it's, it's, it's not brightish light, but yeah, well, yeah. Well, JJ, so what, how many hours in the day have we passed? Uh, it's noon. Five. Yeah, what's up? No, just wait, because I'm gonna. I'll. I've got some. I'll get them up there. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Then uh, Zimner, you Balasar yeah, will sorry. defer to you to go first in this this team fighting here. Oh yeah, as we're spinning down, I feather fall to make sure everybody's okay, and then I'm like, wait, and then I look up. Um, and I am, I see the drakes and I kind of do a spin and a puff of lavender smoke. I, I do my transformation again. I'm going to polymorph again. Okay. Into a giant eagle. I'm going to grab both of them, both Arian and Balasar by the talons. And then I'm going to fly up. I'm going to be, pull a top gun, go inverted, like right underneath the golden wyvern. Can I do okay. that? And hold hold Balasar up. That I actually like that idea. Let me have a, a second here to fix things on the the tokens side of things in here. So uh, what happens is you uh, and Balasar both fall sixty feet because that's how that works at the start of your turn. Um, but then you transform into eagle. And fly your way back up, because um, eagles have a fly speed of 80, I'm pretty 80. sure. Yes, yeah, sir. so you're able to fly back up that 60 and easily get over the extra 10 that is needed to get directly underneath. Um, so you're you're clutching Arian and Balasar in hand. Timber feels a slight kind of jerk on the, the rope as it changes from being at an angle away from him to underneath the wyvern that he's standing on. Mm-hmm. Um and then Balasar is now going to uh, take a couple of cracks with his hammer um, yes, at this this wyvern top gun mode. Oh, and we're flanking. Uh, absolutely, yes. <laughs> with timber. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, vertically flanking, in fact. Um, so Balasar uh, being granted advantage on both of these swings because of the uh, the soft underbelly of the the wyvern being uh, targeted is able to 
take his hammer and bash it into the chest twice. Just extreme force. You watch the the golden glow leave his hands both times, and in a bright burst of light, this this wyvern is kind of sent off to the side, reeling as Balasar offs the thing. Um, so now we've got upside down eagle uh, and uh, timber who. Uh, retrieves his axe and falls onto eagle's tummy mm-hmm. do i i think I have as, enough as this wyvern back over uh yeah i'm sure you do um okay. but then that will be the end of that wyvern's uh life as it flies out from underneath everybody or out from above and from the sandwich out from the sandwich that it was in the um the five sandwich uh, and then plummets down into the canopy uh, below, crashing through the trees and uh, dunking. Oh, did we just get showered in Drake blood? Uh, those of you on the underside, uh, yes, yeah, there definitely was a chest cavity that opened up there. Yeah, that's hilarious. Timber, you're you and Arian are up next consecutively. Um, and at this point, you are now back on the 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 wyvern. You've probably been hauled hauled or crawled or somehow during the whole toss there of everything happening, ended up on the back of the wyvern with Aryan again. Shall we um, get to the next one? Yes, assuming it still wants to um, tango. Yeah, let's do that. Also, that was fucking cool, Zimner. And then I'm gonna <laughs> cast telekinesis on this thing. On the wyvern. Uh huh. Uh, as he casts telekinesis, I'm going to attempt to uh, use my action to cast Phantom Grapnel at the same time. Um, so the fun thing about this spell in Valdis is that uh, so I conjure a chain and hook made of magical force, which I propel at a creature or unoccupied space I can see within range. When I target a space or a creature of huge size or larger, my grapple pulls me to that target in a straight line. <laughs> ah, yes. Well, this guy is not huge. He's large. So, uh, does yes. he as, as get pulled to you? Large. When you target a creature of large size or smaller, you pull the target up to 10 feet towards you. A creature can make a saving okay. throw to resist this movement. Uh, my, okay. my question for you is, as I am currently 5 pounds... Uh, would a large creature still be pulled towards me? Uh, I think it's magical, so probably. Uh, I leave it I'm to you, also, that's okay. I'm also pulling the telekinesis towards... So we're, yeah. we're so, both just um, hauling this, and we're reeling it in like whalers. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, Timber, do you have to make an attack roll for that, or does that just auto-hit and then that you That just auto-goes. It'll be a strength-saving throw to resist it, but I do need to roll my prestidigitation, because it's not a spell okay. I, in fact, own. Uh, I did... Gotcha. I did make it though. Okay. Um, I'm gonna quicken this. You're gonna quicken the telekinesis. Uh, telekinesis. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's a bonus action. Gotcha. So um, Wyvern here uh, is. I think we'll make the telekinesis check first. That works for me. Because I think that I mean they're they're almost redundant checks, but um, you know. We'll, we'll see what happens here. Mm. Um, so for telekinesis, what's the... It's it's, a, uh, you just roll your... You roll a strength check, and I roll my spellcasting ability. Gotcha. Okay. I didn't roll super great. 
Uh, I'm going to put two luck points into that. Uh, so I'm at a 16. I think with the way that... So you, you met it. You met what it rolled on its strength check. And I think because this is similar to an attack, you win on this tie. On contest? Yeah. Okay. Um, since this is similar to an attack. So then you can pull it 30 feet. Yep. Okay. Pull it straight um, towards us. And then Timber, it's making a... Strength, strength saving, save? Strength saving throw to contest it against my spell save DC. Okay. Um, it is restrained. It's... I don't think that matters for whatever you're uh, That does for dex. I don't think it does for strength. I don't think it does. But I, it did not roll well. Uh, 13, Timber? No. My DC is 18 at base. And I'm pretty sure yeah. it's buffed by one of my tricks, but uh, it's fine for now. I need to check that out later, though. Okay, so then you pull it another, another up 10, to 10 feet, feet toward yes. you, but it's it's basically just going to be pulled right up next to you guys. Um, and then I would like to attempt to bonus action um, moment to think. Uh, like I, I, I didn't succeed last time, but we're going to try for this. I got to okay. press digitation it. I got it. Barely. Uh, What'd you roll? I rolled a 10, but I have a plus 5 thanks to my 20 intelligence. I'd have to make a 15. So, so a 15? Yeah, yep, DC's cool. always 15. What's Moment to Think do? Uh, it's really fun, actually. Uh, so Moment to Think essentially freezes time for a little bit. Um, which you would think is really broken, but I'm not allowed to do anything damage-wise. I get one more action and movement. Uh, I cannot... Let me pull it up. I wasn't at it. Moment to think. Here it is. When you cast a spell, you briefly stop time for everyone but yourself. You can take one additional action and move around in your space while no time passes for other creatures. That action can be used only to take the search or use an object action or to make an intelligence check to remember information about something. Furthermore, you can't affect or damage any creature or object other than the objects you are wearing or carrying. If an object leaves your hand, it also becomes frozen in time. So, Matt, did you already cast a spell this turn? Uh, cantrips. Well, I mean, does one have a speed of a bonus action? Yeah, moment to think is a bonus action. Oh, speed. okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so my goal, and this is this is uh very much up to your interpretation. Uh, I'm gonna okay. bow to you on this, uh, but. Okay. I'm going to attempt, because technically I'm wearing the rope, um, <laughs> my goal is to find a way to lasso it to us. <laughs> okay. I'm using, um, I'm using it, my... Uh, it might be pertinent to know what my action is going to be. What is your action? My action was going to be to grapple it. <laughs> well, we're doing the same thing in the end. Um, so essentially... There's about... Three different instances of this thing is staying here. <laughs> Me and Matt, without thinking, grabbed it, pulled it towards us, and then both wanted to jump on this thing. <laughs> um, so I'm not allowed to like throw the rope at it, right? My because it'll freeze the moment right. it needs my hand. My goal is to have Timber like you know kind of set there, get ready for it, and then as soon as time is ready again. He's going to, uh, like, lasso it with the rope, right? With, like, uh... Yeah. Like, I don't know, maybe a sleight of hand check or something. 
Uh, but my goal with Moment to Think is to like get him so it's not like a uh, spur of the moment, just throw it. It's more of a practiced, steady, ready, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of uh, just a yeet the rope and pray. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll see what happens, though. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's, that's interesting. Um, I need to go look up real quick the grapple part of things because i don't remember what check this thing is it just a contested athletics check do you remember Eli? I think i'm so. pretty sure yes uh i believe it's acrobatics or athletics either that's one. to escape the grapple oh, yeah, i think initially correct. it's an athletics to avoid the grapple mm-hmm. and timber timber your thing goes off so you just basically you're trying to lasso the thing but you don't have to make any more rolls right the i mean it's it's up to you how it works because it doesn't actually add anything like to my rules. Like your spell itself yeah. doesn't have any the, the, additional rules. The spell rolls, itself no. doesn't add anything. Gotcha. It gives me I could I could theoretically take it to use an object, but I don't really have like objects or magic items that I would use uh, mm-hmm. in this scenario because Timber's still a relatively new character and he doesn't really have being a teddy bear doesn't have a whole lot of items. Items yet. in his inventory. Yeah. I think the yeah. only thing in his inventory is like a severed head. But anyway. Um like I, so, it's so it's really up to you how this is going to turn. Okay, out. cool. Uh, I think I know how I'm gonna uh, how I'm probably gonna handle that. Uh, Arian, make your let's make the the contested athletics check here. Ooh, not good. I rolled bad. Okay. Um. Well, I Eight. will tell you right now, it rolled better. Yeah, I rolled because uh, it it nat twenty there. Oh, okay. Well, um, <clears throat> so. I did not have either of you describe your your initial spells to me. Give me a quick description of that, and I'll give us a little scene of what it is what what occurs here. Uh, I think for telekinesis, you see like <clears throat> I think it's almost like the wind around this thing begins to like fight against it, and you see like it's like its wings are struggling to flap, and it is it is. In my head, I imagine that eventually I get its wings pinned to its body, and I'm holding it around its, like, midsection, and then I mm-hmm. just pull it, and then it just gets, like, yanked closer. Okay. For uh, for Timber, Phantom Grapple, I imagine it looks like, you know, uh, like, the extended reach thing with, like, a dinosaur head? That like chomps, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I imagine it looks exactly like that. Like he he like reaches out and it just grows out of his arm, and there's a little dino head that just like chomps onto it and brings it in closer by ten feet. <laughs> this is so entertaining. I love this. So, um, so here's here's what we see happen. Um, we watch. Uh, in unison as these two wonderful beings try this at the same time. Um, A gust of wind originating from underneath our eagle um, reach out, grab, and pin in the wings of this wyvern, pulling it closer. At the same time, we see the big furry paw extend like a dinosaur grabby toy from Timber, clamp down on the neck of this wyvern and pull it in even closer. And then for a moment, time freezes as Arian reaches out to try and grab it. And Timber, pondering for a moment and thinking about what he needs to do, waddles his way across the wing of the eagle and then hops over and onto the wyvern, wraps his rope in such a fashion that it looks like a loop 
leaving just enough of a trail as it dangles because it's now left his hand and is frozen in time around the neck of this wyvern back onto the back of the eagle. And as time goes again, the, the wyvern's neck gets caught up in this noose, wrenching it backwards um, with its tail now no longer being within reach of Aryan, which is why there was a, a loss of that that potential grapple. But this thing has already like been grabbed like three different ways here, so it's not gonna go anywhere, I don't think. Um, is that it for you, fellas? Yeah, that's the end of my yeah, turn. Yeah, that that's it for me. What is up, everyone? It's me again, your Dungeon Master, J.J. Odin, here with another ad break for you in episode 41 of Roll for Initiative. Uh, before we get into our normal sponsor messages, I would like to take a moment here to have a brief shout-out for our boy, Eli. Uh, as we've talked about a few times, uh, Eli is looking to pursue a career in podcast editing, and if you are someone who likes what you hear from our show and also wants to create your own podcast, but maybe without the hassle of having to like actually edit the audio, Eli would love to edit that audio for you for a nominal fee. Um, he's asked that if you're interested in uh, hiring him for such a position, to contact him at editing 72 at gmail.com. That's editing the number 72, at gmail.com. And with that, we'll get into our pre-recorded sponsor messages. You can also follow us on social media at roll4.initiative on Instagram. That's roll the number four dot initiative on Instagram and at roll four tweets on Twitter. That's roll the number four tweets on Twitter. If you tweet about us using the hashtag roll for tweets, you might get a character on the show. We like to name characters after you folks because you like to listen to the characters that we create. So it gets like a great big circle of happiness when we can name them after you because then you get to hear stories about yourself. Um, so yeah, tweet about us using that hashtag roll for tweets. Uh, we as a group would like to take a moment and thank you so much for listening to us. It really does mean a lot. If you like what you're listening to, there's a few things you can do to help us out. First, you can rate us five stars and subscribe to us on whatever platform it is that you're listening to us on. Uh, it definitely helps the algorithm to figure out where our show is, which helps the show to grow. The other thing that you can do is help the show to grow directly by referring us to folks in your life that you think might like this show too because if they like listening to podcasts and or listening to D&D and or listening to D&D podcasts like you do then this might be a good fit for them so spread the word and it'll help the show grow anything that you can do is greatly appreciated by us that is all that I have for this week so the next episode should be up in about two weeks on August 12th and I will talk to you then bye bye So now we're at the wyvern. This wyvern is basically just going to wildly thrash around attacking anything that it can within reach. Um, I think because the rope has been tied around its neck um, and the point of origin of that rope is Timber the Teddy, 
Uh, it will probably make a bite attack at Timber first and foremost. A 23 to hit, Timber? Oof, that will in fact hit. Um, Timber, you are going to take... Oh, did that have disadvantage? It, well, so I'm going to rule that it doesn't have disadvantage here uh, because it's attacking something that it is grappled to. Um, no, I mean, it's restrained. Right, but it's also restrained oh. by Timber right now. Okay, okay, okay. So that's, you. that's I'm going to rule it that way. So, uh, Timber, 11 points of piercing damage. Yep. And then... Um, as it continues to thrash after having bit down on you, I need you to make a strength saving throw. Okay. To not fly off the mm, eagle again. Mm. How does a three sound? That ain't gonna cut it, buddy. Angle cut it? Um, no. So, Timber, it bites you and then lashes its head backward and yanks you off of the eagle once more. Um... Probably not going far because we don't have much rope left here and it's all getting all kinds of tangled up around our eagle as well. Um, so I think you probably end up landing on its back um, as it continues to thrash around here. Um, and it's going to be lashing around with its stinger because that's probably going to be the other thing that's got an amount of reach here. Um and it'll randomly attack one of the other three entities that uh, is within reach because obviously it's not going to swing that tail at its own back. Mm. D3. Yeah, I'm rolling a D3 right now. And that attack is going at the big boy. Zimner? So, yes, at Zimner. Um, Does this one have disadvantage? Uh, yes, this one will okay. have disadvantage, which uh, got rid of the natural 20. Nice. Um, in place of it, we got a 9. Does that break your AC? I don't think it does, Mr. Eagle. That misses. I was also muted on my recording. Fuck. That, that figures. That figures that it missed. Um, I need to go mark. I forgot to mark that this guy is is in fact grappled a couple of different ways here. Um, so now its turn is done because it doesn't, ha <coughs> doesn't have the ability to move thanks to the uh, telekinesis. Yay. Which brings us to uh, Balasar and Zimner to end out the round. Um, gotta, I've got to envision here where all of this rope has gone at this point. I feel like it's better than a it's more likely than a coin flip but not guaranteed so we'll give it a 60 percent chance zimner that this rope that has been tied to arian's waist which is down underneath your underside and is now reaching across your probably based off of the way you were facing before backside um, and then started to wrap around a wyvern. Um, we're going to see if that has has tied sixty percent chance that it may have done some tie up for you as well. Um, and with a fourteen, we're going to say that you have have this rope wrapped around you. I don't know that this is a full grapple, but I think it's going to impede your movement. Um, I don't know what the this is an, an interesting. 
Yeah, I think that probably would, I think that would be a fair thing. Because I don't think it's a full, like, you're not fully restrained. Like, you've still got a lot of your mobility. Yeah, I'm just, like, There's just Yeah. Uh, plus, it doesn't help that, like, one of the things that is tied to that is standing on the wyvern. So, like, it's going to be hard to fly away from said wyvern. Okay. Um. So, the rope's wrapped around me. I'm going to hold out Balasar to the to the wyvern and then I'm going to drop Arian uh cuz Featherfall's still up. Okay? And he's tied to Timber who is also tied to me. Uh, and also the rope Arian. is going over your back. Remember that part of things here. Uh-huh. I know. I, well, I guess that he's dangling now. <laughs> uh-huh. I know. So I drop Arian and then hold Balasar in while I multi-attack with my beak and one of my, and my free talon. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, attacking, uh, with advantage and flanking cause timbers on the, the back of this thing again. Um, yes, and it's sir. also restrained and, yeah, Balasar and Balasar will be doing the same. Just doing the same. Cool. Uh, 17 for the first, uh, for the beak attack. That hits. Okay, so that is um, nine piercing damage. Okay. Talon attack is worse. That is a uh, 13 to hit. Meets it, beats it. Awesome, let's go. Um, and then that is uh, 11 slashing damage. And Balasar hit both times and is... Again, going to be doing some some smitage here. Zimner and Balasar kind of in tandem uh, attack this thing. Balasar cracking at it twice with his hammer, glowing light spurting off of the hammer as it connects with the um, the underside again of this wyvern. Meanwhile, Zimner over the top side, slashing with a talon and pecking into its backside with a beak. Both of which dealing significant damage. This thing is uh, very mutilated, and I would be surprised if it survives with Timber on its back at the start of Timber's turn. Timber and Arian. We're back at the top of the order with the two of you. What up, baby? Um, How far away am I from it since I'm dangling? Um, You are 10 feet away and dangling in the air. Okay. That's probably the furthest dimension that you are from it is 10 feet. I believe I'm also dangling. Uh, no, the eagle moved closer to you because um, you're on the, you landed on the wyvern's back. Okay. I just wasn't sure. So, yeah, you are, you are still on the wyvern's back, but if eagle moves away from wyvern, you're getting, you're probably getting ripped okay, away from the wyvern fine. as well. Uh, is my rope still around its throat? I'm going to say that it is not because of the way it thrashed away. Okay. Um, it thrashed and tossed enough that you landed on its back instead of just landed, la instead of dangling, okay. like what could yep. have happened. I see you. So if... Remember, I'm just going to let you take I was going to say, if I'm on its back, I'm just going to whack it. Uh, ooh, that's not a very good roll. Um, do I have any luck points stored up? I like to burn those pretty quickly. Oh, I have five. Uh, to add to my roll, it's just a straight five for five, right? Yep, it's just one luck point per. You are also allowed to expend five luck points to give yourself advantage. 
Well, I, that would actually spending five to get advantage would give me better. I rolled a three. Yeah, uh, you're probably get yeah you'd probably get better there. And now I rolled a twelve. And now we add nine on top of that to get uh twenty one to hit. Yeah, that does it. That does that does in fact okay, hit. Okay, and then we're gonna. Wait a minute! Don't take those five luck points back, brother. You've got advantage already. It's grappled. It's restrained. You're you're right. When you're right, you're right. Uh, okay. So and then we roll forty-eight. Um, and then the frost covers it, and if it willingly moves, it will take an additional three d8s. Does a falling dead body willingly move? If it's, if it's dead, I guess not. Uh, <laughs> uh, again, I'm gonna roll this in roll four again because yeah, because yeah, because you got all them numbers. Yeah, it's just easier. Roll forty-eight. Uh, did I beat its AC by five? Because then I have to add my proficiency. Yeah. Numbers. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. You beat it by eight. So a total of twenty damage. How did it survive? Oh, you rolled two yeah. ones. Yeah. That that'll do it low. that'll do it um as a but then if it willingly moves it takes 48s if it willingly moves it takes 3d8s 3d8s okay so if it were to like run away it would probably just die <laughs> well it can't willingly move away anyway it's currently currently i'm i really don't want to burn a third level spell on it I there's going to be lightning that crackles between my fingertips and I'm going to witch bolt this thing. Okay. Um is that just a straight roll? Uh I can't remember what witch bolt is. Is it an attack spell? Uh, it's an attack. Concentration. Oh, I'm aware. That fucking thing can okay. move. Oh, well, um, I mean it will just be disadvantage. Well, <laughs> what is uh, it? Because I'm gonna, it's an attack roll. Yeah, it is an attack roll. Um, I'm dangling. You're dangling. I don't necessarily think that there's gonna be much for negative modifiers there. Um, but I, I also think that uh, because of the the loss of concentration by casting this spell, the restrain drops. Is he still retained by the rope? No, not anymore. Okay. Yeah, so when you cast the spell, I think since your telekinesis then goes away, the mm -hmm. grip that's on it goes away, so it's not restrained anymore. It's just okay. there. Um, so I think, yeah, it would just be a normal attack roll. Um, you got a buddy flanking it, so but I guess flanking is melee, so never mind. <clears throat> uh, how does a 24 sound? Yeah, it'll hit. Okay, I only casted it at first level, so casted? Cast. I only casted it at it. At first level. Yeah, that'll be four lightning damage. Which, I'm going to burn a sorcery point to reroll that. Using three. Ooh, three damage. <laughs> three lightning damage. Okay. Bonus action. I have a bonus action of flying ten feet. And I don't really know how where, how, where that gets me. Um, back and on to the uh, back of Will that get me Zeagle? on top of Zeagle? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then, yeah, I'll use that bonus action to get my to get back on top of Zimner. Okay. But I'm holding Witch Bolt. So that is... That's what I'm doing. Okay, so you are concentrating on the Witch Bolt. 
on the uh-huh. thing that if it moves, it takes 3d8s of cold damage. Yep. Um, it survived. <laughs> Barely, but it's alive. <laughs> Morale check? Yeah. Um, Timber, you you smack it with your, your axe. Um, again... Uh, this time, instead of freezing all of the rain that's around you as you smack into it, you just create kind of a frozen cocoon around its back where you've smacked into it. Meanwhile, Arian, you fly yourself back up and onto Zimner, and as you do, you let out that witch bolt, and it it connects with the the wyvern um, in its side, and the wyvern unfurls its wings and begins flapping again. It's now the wyvern's turn. I think the way that Intelligence 5 Wyvern behaves when it feels like it's almost dead um, and doesn't have much of a chance of escape after getting yeeted toward everybody recently, I think it just thrashes wildly and tries to kill stuff on its way down. Um, I think it's going to make its bite attack toward the origin of the lightning. Um, so that will be that will be you, Aryan. And that is a 23 to hit. Uh, I don't think shield gets me that high, so yeah, I could hit. Okay, Um. so then you are going to take nine points of piercing damage as it bites down. Okay. And then um, I'm going to have you make a strength saving throw like we've done when people have been... On the non-saddled mount? Uh, just strength saving throw? Yeah, strength saving throw. And I'm also mutilated. And, and mutilated. Aryan, this time, um, when this thing bites down and rips uh, back and away, um, you get taken with it. Okay. Um, I need to put the mutilation marker on you. Um, so it... Bites and pulls. It doesn't grapple oh, wait, you or anything. On. I get. I uh, sorry. I got mutilated. So this thing yeah. has to. I'm gonna use my reaction for my bracers. I forgot I had this item. It's been so long. Uh, it has to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Of DC 17. And a 13 on the die with no modifiers is not gonna beat that. Okay. It's gonna take. 22 points of lightning damage. 22 points of lightning damage. Okay. Um, so what we witness here is the the wyvern bites down on Arian, bites into him, and then his electrical bracer ignites. Arian, describe to us what it looks like as you kill this thing before it wrenches you off of Zimner. Um, I think it the way that this bracer looks like is that it like there is electricity that flows over the top of me, like across my entire body. And as the wyvern like bites down, this like it's almost like a field, like a like a small like electrical field, just like whirs to life just around him. And the and like the back of its mouth as it like bites down it there is like a pop like you hear like a poof and it like just goes limp after that and then like 
from the weight of it, it's still like like it's still got its fucking teeth into me and pulls me off with it. Okay. He's still hooked on. Oh, he's just unconscious. Yeah, yeah he's very dead. Um I'm gonna give it a coin flip chance uh for the rope to become entangled in this thing, one of this thing's extended appendages. Uh it was attempting to make a tail attack at Zimner as well, so it was thrashing that tail around like it was going to hit something. So uh on a 50 or lower, it wraps that rope. Um, and I got a 76. So it does not wrap the rope, it plummets separately from the two of you that have feather fall. Um, and after dying, it does like release that grip as every all of its muscles go slack, Aryan. So you and Timber are now both falling within 15 feet of each other, um, but feather falling toward the ground. Okay. Oof. They're roped. We're, we're roped to each other. The ropes to each other. Well, it was tied around me, remember? Or is that a different thing? It was tied around you at your turn, but then when Aryan came back up and over, okay, the rope okay. that had been dangling down off your front side was no longer there. So you were no longer wrapped okay. at that point. All right, all right. All right. Um, however, it is Zimner that's next, and I don't yeah, think like, Zimner has a problem Zimner. collecting these two. Gotcha. No, I'm should be falling up. slower than you're flying, <laughs> I think, so it shouldn't be too hard to catch us on I, your back. Yeah, I could just Absolutely, fly beneath yeah. you. Mm, yes. I'll just fly underneath you. Zimner swoops in easily, um, collects the two of you, uh, and you continue on your way, Zimner, for the last little bit of this leg before um, before your intended stopping point. Um, at this point, you actually could fly the rest of the way there on this use of polymorph, because you did get a new use what? of polymorph um, mid-fight here. Uh, so... I'll leave that up to you as the eagle who probably can't communicate that concept to the rest of the gang um, to decide if you want to fly the rest of the way there or if you want to land 45 minutes out, collect yourselves, and then head in. Can we go in between that? You could if you wanted. You could go like an in-between point, but um, the initial stopping point was 45 minutes out, so uh, about 45 minutes of walking time. So anywhere in between there is fine. Um Again, anything less than an hour is kind of relative in D&D. Do I see anyone around the places where I could land? That would be like a more advantageous spot for me to land. Oh, so just looking for somewhere that would be useful? Uh, use use those eagle eyes. Make a perception check. Um, 22. There... There are several clearings uh, between your current location and the town. Um, after your your kind of internal clock tells you that you have flown for about half the length of your polymorph, uh, which would have been the initial stopping point, you can see well, several I areas. It, so, right, yeah, that would have been your initial stopping uh, point, but you've still okay. got enough that you could fly the rest of the way. That's that's what I'm meaning here. Oh, okay, okay. Um, because you made it a, a decent chunk of the way there, anyway. Uh. So anyway, uh, you have you've reached the point where you could stop at any time and be under an hour out from the town. Is there a, a particular hidey hole, advantageous spot that you personally are looking for? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of looking for a spot that's off the road that, like, is covered in trees and kind of secluded, so that nobody sees okay. a giant eagle. 
But let's go like I'm trying to go for like 30 minutes out. Yeah. Yeah, far enough out of town that uh nobody is really going to to notice uh notice the gi- the giant purple eagle because you're uh-huh. far enough away that it'll be hard to see you, but uh also close enough that it's not going to be a terribly long walk to make it to town once you have landed. And then somewhere fairly sheltered from the the rain that mm-hmm. might provide a little bit of a a safe haven for you guys to take a, a short rest or something. And is it like 2 now? Like 2 p.m.? Um, Let me think here. You guys are probably starting... Yeah, at this point, it's probably getting close to around 2 p.m. I don't know. Uh, there wasn't like a hard and fast start time, but I don't I don't figure that Zimner's up at 7 in the morning. Um, I, I, fe- mean, I feel like an early leave time for you guys would have been 8 or 8.30, kind of. So you're right around that 1.30, 2 p.m. Time, time frame. Okay, cool. All right, I'll touch see, down in that? that spot there. You you find a nice little clearing. It's about because uh, you rolled twenty two on that perception. I'm not gonna hide anything from you here. Um, you find a nice little clearing that uh, again you wouldn't have a, any difficulty getting into uh, in eagle form, um, and it's far enough from town that no one will notice you. Uh, about right about that half hour out point that you were you were kind of discussing with me. Um, and as you descend into this, um, this part of the, the jungle, um, you land and there's not really anything around here that seems to pose much of a threat. Um, however, kind of floating around the edges of this clearing, um, you can see a, a handful of uh, little little glowing orbs, um, little glowing golden orbs that are just kind of floating around. Okay, I'm transforming, and then I'm at the ready. Like, I see these, and I get uh, Showtime out. Okay. So like, are we still in danger? Oh, shit. Yeah, the rest of you now are all also aware of these these little glowing orbs that They're are around you. Light? I'm not sure what they are. I have a guess, but Eli yeah, has me a too. guess. Arian. He, Jake also has a I'm guess. Probably going to need to um, maybe uh, do an arcane check of some kind. Um, so uh, these these little uh orbs of of yellowish orange light that are bouncing around um there are um eight of them that are bouncing about small little orbs uh probably not much larger than your fist um they're not big occasionally they'll they'll blink out um and then blink back on um but for the most part they they seem to kind of just be floating around um, so I heard Balathar's name brought up, um, as somebody to ask what this was. Uh, Timber, you also suggested an Arcana check, which I'm totally fine with. Arian thinks they're fireflies. Yeah, I'm just kind of at the, at the ready. I'm not sure what they are. Would I have ever seen anything like this, JJ? Uh, you would not have. Timber, go ahead and make your Arcana check. Uh, that is a 25. Okay. 
I will tell you, I gave Valisar advantage on a survival check here because um, of his background as a monster hunter. Um, and he rolled a four ah. twice. That's unfortunate. And then added his survival modifier of plus three to a Ooh. seven. These aren't the monsters. Interesting. No, they are not. <laughs> but with your 20, um, Timber, you you don't know much in the ways of the world. Um, but what you what you do know, <clears throat> Timber, you are looking at something that you can definitely tell has magical energy behind it. And this magical energy that you are detecting while looking at these things and observing them is not dissimilar from the magic that you feel inside yourself. You can tell that it is their version of it is significantly muted and that they are nowhere near your level of power or sentience but it is close to you in nature. Interesting. Well, I've, I've never had family before, other than Annabelle, I guess, but... Timber, what are you talking about? What are these? I was like, what the fuck it's, are you talking about? It's like me. They're all, they're all, they're all like, um, not quite, but they're almost me. Uh... I, I haven't. Surprisingly, I I'm I don't know what this is. I mean, I, I mean they don't look like they're attacking us. I mean, Ariel gust one out of the way, and just like start walking through. I guess that, that just was mean. Well, don't do that to them. It didn't hurt them. And just they deserve them better. Apologize. I'm not gonna apologize. Timber Timber is gonna run uh, to the little light that he gusted away, and he's gonna like minor illusion up some stairs to it. I'm sorry. He didn't mean to be to do it. He didn't mean to hurt you or be mean. Are you okay? Yes, we are fine. Oh my! Um, we we is we is all of you, correct? We is some of us. Who, who are you? I am many, and none. Can I ask what are you? I mean, I'm a teddy bear. That that over there, the big, tall, mean one, is the Goliath. And then th there's a tiefling, and and a, a human man. We we knew this in a past life, or maybe a future. You. You are like us. Amazing, you feel that too. I was I was wondering about that. I, I feel almost kindred with you. Matt, um as as it says that and as you say the feeling kindred, you watch as the other seven lights all blink out at the same time. And when they blink on again, you are surrounded in a halo of these little glowing orbs. Could all of us hearing him talk, like hear it talk, or yeah, just... we can all hear this. I think that the the way that this communication is occurring is it's just timber. Uh, it's just it's okay. just speaking to timber at the moment. 
Yeah, as soon as they surround him, I'm gonna run towards Timber. Well, you said it's like a halo, right? Yeah, it's like it's like a halo. Um, like above his head or around his uh, body? Kind of surrounding his body, because he's, you know, kind of at, at eye level with this thing because of his little mm. stairs, so they all kind of surround him. He's not huge, and they're, like, comparable in size to him. Um, so, like, it's they're surrounding him, but it doesn't look like it's an aggressive form. Zimner, as you sprint toward them, um, all of the lights blink out simultaneously. Oh, no, don't go. Oh, you scared them. We are still here. Oh, you're still here. Oh, that's good. Oh, can I hear that? Uh, you are incapable of hearing that, um, Zimner. The The voices are all speaking directly to Timber. Tim- Z- Zimner, it's okay. I'm just talking to them. Timber, I don't trust these. We need to go. It's Zimna, they're they're like me. They're they're beings, they're sentient. They can speak and move. Can I detect thoughts? Uh, On whomst? Hang on, I'm pretty sure I can also... I can just detect the presence... Well, no, I can detect the presence of thinking creatures I can't see. Within thirty feet, ah, within yes. thirty feet of me, you can search for thoughts within thirty feet of you. You can focus your mind on any one creature you can see within thirty feet of you. Scroll down. No, it's down. It's down at the bottom. You can also detect the presence. Yeah. You can search for thoughts. Um, yeah, I mean, you can. I would say that you can search. Okay, yeah, so once you've detected something, you can read its thoughts on future turns. Yeah, so I just want to, I just want to, like, thermal vision almost, get my thoughts vision out. And detect thoughts is blinking in my eyes as I'm trying to look around and see thinking creatures. Okay. As you initially cast, cast this spell, Zimner, um, and you're just kind of detecting for thoughts, you pick up the thoughts of the members of your party, and that's it. Zimner, or Timber, there's nothing there. They're okay. here, they're as real as I am. You, okay, both of you, we need to get the fuck out of here. This has given me the heebie jeebies You're very real. Stay with us, Timber. Okay. Timber, let's go. go. Timber, um, we have to... Zimner, as, as those voices speak, um... You not only detect where these entities are still surrounding Timber, but invisible, but you also hear what they say this time. Oh, fuck. Zimna's eyes go wide, and I go to grab Timber. I just want to pick him up. Zimna, why are you picking me up? Timber, I don't trust these. Let's, we have to go. Zimna, set me down now. Uh, I'm not going to. I'm, I'm going to move, move away. At this point, uh, Timber is actively going to struggle and try to get out of Zimner's grasp. Acrobatics or athletics? Uh, contested by Zimner's athletics. Acrobatics for me, sir. Uh, I got a 17. 11. So, Timber, you squiggly your way out of out and up and out of his arms and drop back down to the ground. Zimna, you don't understand. I, I, I make fun of it a lot, okay? 
I, this is this is me coming clean right here right now. I am a teddy bear. I shouldn't be alive. I I shouldn't. I I shouldn't have consciousness. I shouldn't have thoughts. I shouldn't like killing things and bathing in blood. Some things aren't right about me. But the fact that I feel kindred to these little lights means that they're a lot like I was when I was first animated. I didn't know where I was. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I was. All I had was Annabelle. All they have is each other. I don't know if they've just come into being or if they've been here a long time. I need to know. Because if they've just been born, I need to help them. What are they saying to you? They want me to stay. They want to talk. They want you to stay forever. No, they didn't say forever. Uh, can I look around and uh, probe into one of their thoughts if I can? Zimner, as you are continuing to keep this radar of detecting thoughts going, um, you don't pick up anything. It's almost like you can detect that they're there when they're speaking. But outside of that, it's not like there's much thought or substance to them because of their spiritual nature. All right, Timber. I'm sorry. Just try talking to them. It's all, I'm sorry. If it's okay. you think you're in danger, what's your wisdom score? Ten. Okay. Ten. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> if you feel like you're in danger, say something to us. If I am in danger, I will let you know, I promise. Because we, even though you are a teddy bear, you are just like us. Thank you. That means a lot to me. And Zimna, thank you for understanding and giving me this opportunity. Absolutely. I know you're worried for me. Go ahead, talk to them. Okay. Are you still there, my friends? Yes. We, we are still here. And as, as you hear that, and Zimner, as you are able to detect it, um, all of you watch as all of the lights blink back on again, still surrounding Timber the way that they had been before. But this time, um, one of the orbs instead of being that yellowish-orange color, is now blue. Uh, JJ, do we rec- Do you know- Do Arian and I recognize this blue? Hey, yeah, do we recognize this blue? It is not the same blue that you recognize. Oh. It's, it's, this is more of a, okay. a darker hue. Okay, okay. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Okay, cool. I'm all good That's now. fine. <laughs> I'm probing into it while he's talking. Do you know uh, what you are or when you came into being? Time for us is relative. We don't know the answers. Um, Zimner, as you're probing, uh, you are getting exactly what is being said and nothing more. But you are able to hear it, even though you can tell yeah. these thoughts are not directed at you. Shit. Is there... There's still eight of them, and I can only see, like, their... The lights, like, it's all focused on that? Yes, there you can. There are still eight. Uh, seven of that yellowish-orange, and then one of them is blue. 
Um, Mm -hmm. So there's still eight, and that's all you can see of them is these little kind of floating, dancing orbs that are surrounding him. And occasionally, like before, they've resumed that occasionally they'll blink off and then blink on again, but they aren't moving much. Do you know why you are here? We are searching. We are hungry. We are alone. What do you eat? The end of moments. The end. The finality. It sustains us. You could sustain us. And at that point, I am casting Fairy Fire on the lot of them. 